Hey, how you doing? Hi, good. How are you? You know, it's just one of those days. Yeah, I feel like a lot of days are those days now. <laughs> That's funny. I used to never take naps. I used to, I would never have taken a nap at basically from... 5.30 to 6.30, and that's what I did today. Sometimes PM. you just need it. Rare. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was just, like, laying on the couch, and I was like, I don't think I'll get through all the other stuff I need to do today if I don't do this. <laughs> yeah, you text me, and you're like, I'm going to take a nap, and I had just gotten back from running errands, and I was like, ooh, a nap sounds so good, but, like, I don't think I'll be able to get up. Yeah. Also, I'm like, maybe, just maybe, I can cross my fingers and go to bed early tonight, which I never yes. do. Yeah, uh, but that sounds incredible. I'm always if you like, push the nap, you can normally do that. Now I won't be able to. <laughs> well, I'll be like, I'm not going to take a nap. I'll just go to bed early and then still stay up until like midnight. And then I'm just still right. tired. So right. maybe I'll go to bed early. I've been like kind of cruising through some library books. So I'm also mm -hmm. like, I don't know, maybe after we finish recording, I'll just like sit with my book for a little bit. 30% of the way My done. I'm about God, to be on an that airplane. Sounds incredible. I have like two more books like on the docket, like locked and loaded on my Kindle. What uh, type of stuff are you reading? Oh, it's just like chiclet. Schlock. Yeah. Uh, well, I read The Cactus, which was one of Bryce's recommendation, or rather, I think he had told me that. Reese Witherspoon's uh, production company was going to be making that into a film. So I read that. Right mm -hmm. now I'm reading a book called Beach Read, which mm. it's about uh, a young, two young authors who live next door to each other in like a coastal Michigan town. And, they, and like, do they hook up? They haven't <laughs> yet, but like I can feel it. It's going to happen. You feel like it's the yeah. storms of ruin. It's they going to kiss. <laughs> um, yeah, like the last one I read was a book called Big Summer, and it was about like a fashion blogger who was at a wedding and <laughs> someone Ooh. died. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's just like I – I've had like a lot of stuff in my um, library queue. Yeah. And now that I have a Kindle, it's so easy. And I've been trying to go to the pool almost every mm -hmm. day or sit outside. So it's like super easy just to like cruise through these books. And then it makes me feel a little bit better, even though my sister did point out to me that I can't be too high and mighty by saying that like I'm, I've been trying to read instead of using like or getting away from a screen. She's like, yeah, mm -hmm. but you have a Kindle, so it's still a screen. I'm like, yeah, okay. but I have like the cheapo Kindle, so it's not It's not like it's like. <laughs> There's anything. no backlighting, okay, yeah. <laughs> mom. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, I don't know. I feel like when I go out in the sun or in the pool, it's nice because you can read the Kindle, but like you really mm -hmm. can't use your phone that much and like absolutely yeah. can't use your computer. So it's like kind of a yeah. nice escape to just right. give yourself like an hour Either to listen yeah. to a podcast or to read I will say one time when I lived at my old apartment, I went to the pool and I brought my computer and I laid out by the pool and I watched a few episodes of Are You the One? Oh, I remember so... this. So <laughs> <laughs> anything can be done if you put your mind to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I tend to, I hate laying out. Like I hate, I hate it. Um, yeah. I don't know why I get antsy and, uh, uh, hot <laughs> just and in general I am not a super great sun person I burn really easily yeah um I'm a little pale baby um so I almost never lay out because I get hot and impatient and want to get in a pool um but I, I think Kindle's the way to go you know yeah if I go to the beach I'm going Kindle even though again I want to get in the water <laughs> yeah I'm not like a huge or at least it wasn't until like a year ago I was I used to be like if I'm gonna be by like the pool or if I'm gonna go to the beach like I'm gonna be in the water like how could mm -hmm. you possibly just lay there and then I started mm -hmm. listening to podcasts I remember I used to go down and listen yeah. to an episode of Blank Check which is like can be up like two and a half hours long yeah um that's like mostly like all that I can do is a couple hours I'm not the kind of person who like gets there and early in the day also like the way that our building the buildings are at my complex you can I can only get sun if I, it's like during the work day from like four mm -hmm. to five maybe but that keeps shifting earlier and earlier and earlier mm -hmm. um so it's a little hard but yeah I don't know 
it's nice and yeah like I said I like to just like go down there even for like an hour and just sit outside yeah. and read and listen to a podcast or not at the yeah. same time obviously I definitely obviously that'd be in sociopathic behavior um yeah no I'll listen to a podcast and yeah but I tend to get I don't know I just get hot and then uncomfortable and then yeah. sweaty and then I'm like I might as well be walking or working out if I'm gonna be un- uncomfortable and unhappy yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I just can't relax. I've never really been a spa person or a massage mm, person either. <laughs> I've only ever gotten one massage. And afterwards, I was like talking to my sister about it. And I was like, yeah. Or I was like, oh, my masseuse is from here. And she went to this high school. And she was like, how do you know this much about her? And I was like, I, I, like we talked. And she was like, you talk to your masseuse? Like, <laughs> that's absolutely not the Poor point father. of it. And then I was like, oh, is I being weird? But, but I was like, I don't know. I'm just like laying there. And this lady's just like yeah. touching me. Like, I feel like we should... I don't know. Talk. I don't really like strangers touching me in general. Uh, you so get yeah, your nails I feel like done every once in a while. I do, I do. But when they, I don't like when they touch my feet. I almost never get pedicures. Yeah. It stresses me out because I get ticklish. Um, I get manicures, but I don't know. That seems a little less. You know, like you shake hands and stuff like that. Hands doesn't seem as like. I don't know. If someone like touching my back or something seems yeah. freaky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. I don't know. I would love to go and get, like, a facial. I think that would be really nice. Mm. I've done it before, Mm -hmm. but, like, during COVID times, obviously all of that's a bit risky. But I don't think you can wear a mask and get a facial. Yeah. But, (laughs) you know. (sighs) COVID times. What have you been up to this weekend? You're back in North Carolina. I'm back in Durham. I was at my parents for a few weeks. Paddington loves being back home. He's been running around and binking all over the place. Um, He's a little sweetheart. He was, like, jumping in my lap today, which he never does. And it made me happy. So uh, me and Patty have been hanging out. Um, I finished Perry Mason. Oh, you did? I still haven't. Yes. Yeah, I I was kind of, like, really stalling for a while, but then I just chugged through because we only had four episodes left, and I was like, I know this is long, but uh, if I just kind of get motivated, I can do it. And I don't want to spoil anything for you, but I do. I did have kind of, like, a change of heart. I actually ended up enjoying it. Oh. It's not my favorite show. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's nothing worth writing home about, and it definitely, like these days if i'm like after the first four and a half hours then it gets good like that's not really worth selling to someone but i did i did think it um it paid off interestingly yeah i recommended it to my parents just because um my mom's been in arizona for like a month or so Mm -hmm. and my dad's just like bored out of his goddamn mind um And so he, I recommended Perry Mason. He was, he's been watching the original Dallas and, like, cruising through that. And so I was like, what about Perry Mason? Like, I don't know if you watched the original. And he told me he used to when he babysat for his brothers growing up. So he said he would check it out. I mean, they like the Americans. Um, mm-hmm. We all – oh, I don't know if my dad watched Brothers and Sisters, but definitely my mom and I did. But so he's familiar with Matthew Reeves. And I mean, it's like yeah. a good enough show. And it's like so like yeah. HBO quality. It's just not as yeah. like catching as some of the HBO shows. But hey, yeah. like, not everything can be succession. Yeah. But I also think I was just like caught off guard by it. But I ended up enjoying it. So nice. Yeah. Maybe I'll he do also, that tonight too. Maybe Matthew Reeves gets more handsome. <laughs> do you ever think <laughs> about like his and Carrie Russell's sex life? Because like. I feel like Me? they're... Me? What? <laughs> I would never invade someone's privacy like that and, like, think about that all the time. <laughs> I feel like their sexual chemistry, like, their chemistry just seems, like, so, like, palpable. Like, no, I, I it feel is. like if you were in a room with the two of them, you would feel awkward because you would be like, oh, my God, like, should I leave? Like, I kind of want to stay. The thing that I... Like, Think, the thing that I think about the most is when they both started on the Americans and that energy was just like, I mean, that heat would be coming at you hot. Well, she you was know? like married and to someone else. Yes, they were both with other people. And so like, just like the energy of that, you know, yeah. like, man, I would have loved to be a PA on that set. Just see, see what's going on. Go home with all that third hand horniness. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to find out 
what when the overlap happened. So they separated yeah. in mid 2013. So she had two children with her first husband, mm-hmm. uh, a son born in 2007, a daughter born in 2011, and then they separated in mid 2013, divorced in 2014. And since 2014, she's been with Matthew Rees, and they have a mm-hmm. child born in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it the Americans like was one of from things... 2013 to 2018. Yeah, it just seems like one of those things. I mean, 2013, she was already, you know, uh, mid-separation. But well, it just seems like one of those things that's like, well, you can't stop a freight train, you know? Yeah. If you were in that room, you're like, what am I going to do about this? These two are going to get it on. That's... <laughs> that's that. Yeah, that's a show <laughs> that's that at I've least my interpretation. It's so intimidating. There are so many seasons. There's five seasons. Six. So There's many. seventy-five episodes. You, how many? That's seasons what I'm saying. And episodes of Teen Wolf it's like, are there? Well, I'm not actually gonna get into Teen Wolf. There are a hundred. By seen, the way. Yeah, I'm not watching a hundred episodes of Teen Wolf. Hilarious. <laughs> I've seen a lot of American, a lot of the Americans. I think I watched seasons one and two, and then I was like, I'll come back to this, and then I didn't. Let's do Fuck Mary Kill, three of the Teen Wolf, Tyler Posey, who's I, naked I already on have Instagram. It locked, have it locked. Have it locked. Have it locked. Kill Tyler Posey. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> Fuck gonna... Tyler Hoechlin. Married. I knew. No <laughs> I knew that's what you were gonna do. <laughs> You didn't even have to finish out the trio. I'm like, honey, this is the most obvious answer. <laughs> Tyler Posey was a producer on that show. Yeah, I, I can see that. He is the titular Teen Wolf. I remember it's the titular role. <laughs> the titular role. Um, that's something that that and that like specific line delivery that Beanie gives is something that I quote and think about a lot. Yes. Yes, the way she says it and her hands are up in the air. It's the titular role. Oh my God. Honestly, love her. Um, yeah, so in my pet updates, I can say that mm-hmm. things are going so well. I mean, we'll check in every single week, but um, on like Wednesday or so, I started doing like maybe Tuesday, I think it was Wednesday, I started doing like open door feedings. And so Mm -hmm. that's, like, so they can see each other. But, like, once they Mm -hmm. stop eating, then you're supposed to close the door because it's, like, they're not interacting yet. But then Mm -hmm. on Thursday, Wally kept, like, running out and going up to Frasier. And Frasier was, like, seemingly okay with it. Like, I could tell he was, like, a little scared. But he Mm -hmm. was, like, pretty good. And so now, like, it just – it seems like Wally's, like, the annoying little brother – and he's yeah. like, play with me, because he'll, like, kind of, like, try to, like, not swipe, because that makes it sound aggressive, but, you know, like, paw yeah, yeah. at Frasier. And then yeah. he'll, like, paw at him and then lay down, like, on his back with, like, his uh, belly showing and just, like, his yeah. paws up in the air, like, I'm ready to wrestle, I'm ready to play. And Frasier's just like, no. Um, <laughs> but we've, like, they have, like, played a bit. I mean, yeah. there was, like, a little bit. They did some bath time. Yeah. I feel like that's a really beautiful sign. Like, I feel like Frazier's just like, oh, like, even if he's, like, reluctant older brother, you know, like, oh, you're annoying me. I think it's nice that while he's a baby, I feel like there's just some sort of, like, instinct that pets yeah. have, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, we think at first Frazier was like, what is that little thing? He's so tiny. He's, like, making noises. He smells weird. But, yeah, they're, like, really seeming to take to each other. I mean, I still, like, keep them separate while we sleep just because mm-hmm. I'm a little worried about well we are gonna like let Wally sleep with us last night but then he was like getting all kitten wanting to play and we were like mm-hmm. getting all about to fall asleep so I right. put him in the bathroom but yeah no they've been really good it's just now I have oh. to figure out like feedings because they yeah. have different food and each mm. Wally wants to eat Fraser's food and Fraser wants to eat Wally's food right. um But yeah, it makes me so happy because I was so worried. And like, I've had friends, I mean, granted, we should like, I should like knock on wood, but I've had friends who have been like, oh yeah, my cats didn't start getting along for like a year. So I was like kind of prepared for like a whole year of my life for them to like hate each other. Right. So, or at least be on edge. (laughs) Yeah. Which I'm like, listen, it doesn't look like Frazier's like really like wanting to play with him right now but like who right. knows and 
They do like. I also feel like Wally, as the kitten, will like defer to Frasier's way of things. You know. Yeah. Like he'll probably annoy him sometimes, but that's just the way of things. Yeah, but it's just so exciting for me because. I was really worried about, I was so worried about Frasier with getting another kitten because I was like, I like had a couple little mini meltdowns crying, being like, am I making the right decision? Is Frasier going to hate me? Are things never going to be the same? And then I'd like spiral and uh-huh. whatnot um, as I as I often do. But no, right. it's, it's turning it's out 2020. well. <laughs> and that makes me happy. Yeah. So, Lovely. Beautiful. Yeah. What else have you been? I'm happy to hear. Did you do anything fun this weekend? Uh, drove back yesterday. That was like my big activity. I'm reorganizing my fridge, which is a real Meg thing to do. <laughs> yes. I bought some squeeze bottles to decant sauces into. Ooh. So pretty big thing. I made a orzo chicken uh, like uh, pasta salad that I really love. That sounds good. Um, and is there a lemon now I have in like it? a. F- there is lemon in it. You yeah, want to hear it? It's honestly incredible, and it's even better than the sum of its parts. Orzo. Um, I put some rotisserie chicken in that bitch. Basil, arugula, lemon, olive oil, salt, pepper, tart, dried cherries. Oh. Feta, toasted pine nuts. Nice. You love it's to throw in a toasted pine nut. Uh, of course I do. I'm. That's like the bougiest thing about me. Is I'm just like, <laughs> and then some toasted pine nuts, because <laughs> that's an expensive way to live, and I yeah. choose my luxuries there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I went grocery shopping today. I went to Trader Joe's. There was a long line to get in. This was after we went to REI. So mm-hmm. we're going to Glacier in a couple days. And I feel mm-hmm. very unprepared. Um, the highs are going to be in the like low 80s, and the lows are going to be in the 40s, uh, mm-hmm. which is a pretty broad spectrum, if you ask me. And I'm a little worried that I'm going to be cold. I'm worried I didn't like, because I didn't specifically train for this, so I'm worried I'm not in good enough shape. And I'm like, what if I sprained my ankle on the first day? I'm just like very concerned about this whole situation. Um, yeah, and so it's we not went, exactly an unstressful time to do things. Yeah, and then uh, there's the plane ride, and then I'm like, oh, cool, our flight's at 6. We have a three-hour layover in Dallas, which is my definition of hell. And what day do you leave? Thursday. Okay. When do you think tenant? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. I was, like, not putting that together. Tuesday, Thursdays. Yeah. Um, and then we will get to Kalispell, and I'm like, all right, well, I like, don't really want to be like eating on the plane or in the airport because of germs. Right. You and, just want to leave your mask on. But I'm going to need to eat. And it's like a whole thing. And I got to REI and they're having a sale. But I guess when they have sales, they're not like a department store. So they don't put all of the stuff on sale in one section like, you know, a normal place would. So it's all like sprinkled around. Mm-hmm. And I ended up buying things that like someone to- who worked there told me was on sale, but it wasn't on sale. Anywho. I, like, almost had a little bit of a breakdown in REI today, and then we got to Trader Joe's, and there was a long line to get in, and, like, God help Micah, he's so patient and so nice, but this is just, like, what this podcast is for now, for me to, like, tell you guys about my weekly breakdown, (laughs) I guess. That's, I think that was always the point of it. I'm just, now I'm on anti-anxiety meds. Oh, my God. (laughs) You just like, I, like we were like standing in REI, and I was like, oh, I never bought a she pee, like one of those funnels to help yeah. you pee. Yep, yep. And then I was like trying to open up Amazon, but like the app wasn't working, and I just had to change my password when we did our movie party, and I couldn't remember like the password that I thought it was. It wasn't working, and I was like, I don't know why it's working. So Michael like pulled out his phone to like uh-huh. buy it for me on Amazon. On. so now he Very has patient. a sheepy coming towards to him but uh lovely <sighs> yeah i'm just like stressed gotcha i i'm sorry nora it's just a lot to take on well and even it's like we're like well maybe we shouldn't check a bag maybe we can fit everything in like our pack but my pack is technically a little too big for like airline rules but mm-hmm. on our way back, American canceled one of the legs of our flight, and they, like, proposed that we do, like, at least a 13-hour layover in Dallas, which is not going to happen. 
And mm-hmm. so now we have to, we're flying through Chicago and we have to switch airlines, which means mm-hmm. we'll land, we'll have to leave the terminal and go to pick up our bag, recheck our bag in, go to our gate, for, and we have like two hour layover. So, you know, it'll all come together. But. <laughs> it will. But that's all stressful. Logistics are stressful. Yeah, but at least I have a nice cozy sweatshirt to wear uh, that's glacier themed and a beanie. Yeah, so. this is this is just for Nora, but I will show Nora got me an uh, um, apron for my birthday and Skeet's wearing oh. it. Oh. So yeah, it only took you then. like four months to get it. Yeah, and you know what? That's okay because I like to think we all need to celebrate 2020 things <laughs> for <laughs> longer than we need. So that's life. Nice. Darcy well, went to Trader Joe's today as well, picked me up some things. She went uh, like as it opened because she was nervous. <laughs> yeah, every time I've She's even. She's like, there's going to be so many people there. Every time I've even tried to go to Trader Joe's, like during the work day, uh, on I mean Sunday obviously was kind of stupid but there's always a line so yeah whatever but you know what in the grand scheme of things it's they're doing it to keep you safer so I shouldn't get too upset over it we just got there and yeah. I saw the line and I was like no yeah but. it's that's a visceral reaction to lines yeah but anywho anything else we want to talk about before <sighs> 20 no, minutes in. I don't in. think I have anything else. Um, no. Paddington's laying down. We're just vibes over here, you know. Nice. He's sleepy. Sleepy in spell, spell apartment. Nice. Well, I almost just said my apartment number, and then I was like, that might be too much information. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but anywho, so... One of the things I guess we haven't talked about was that mm-hmm. it was announced. I guess you guys saw it. Did you see it on Friday night? Um, Is that when the mess- yeah Friday night, Friday night. I went to a nine thirty p.m. dinner, so I was a little bit toasted. <laughs> yeah, we had <laughs> we had a little happy hour, quote unquote, at my 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 place before, and then walked to dinner. So couple margaritas in um so i missed those messages but mm-hmm. it was announced that chadwick boseman sadly passed away he was 43 yeah. years old and he died of colon cancer is that what it was yep yeah yep uh he had stage yeah. four i think it said that he had been battling it for quite a few years yeah, um, they said since 2016, I think. Which is nuts, because if you look at his filmography, I feel like most of the movies that, like, people would recognize him from are from, like, 2016. Yeah. And onward. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, the first thing I really, like, was aware of him, I feel like, I mean, I, I watched Draft Day, which was a ridiculous movie um <laughs> featuring griffin newman though right he's, he's heavily featured in that that but, was 2014 2014 yeah, okay good to know but um i mean the marvel stuff and the biographies was you know the biopics i mean yeah i mean it really caught me off guard i i feel like you know we talk you you talked about your breakdowns i always have like a breakdown when a celebrity i really enjoyed dies because in my head I feel like I know them mm-hmm. um famously cried at the Tower of London because I heard about Anthony Bourdain right um and it's like every time it happens I'll be on Twitter and I'll you know you know see whatever it is and then like turn to whoever I'm with and I'm like Chadwick Boseman died and I just like immediately started dwelling up and my mom's like it's okay it's okay it's okay and I'm like it's not okay <laughs> um, yeah I saw so. that tweet that came from mm-hmm. his account is like the most liked tweet on Twitter it I mean it was crazy I I was I mean I was at my parents house and so and it was after dinner time, so I was just like, so much of my time is just spent like staring at Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's like I saw, I, the first thing I saw was from his account, and then I just kept seeing people react to it. But when I first saw it, I almost thought it was like not real, because mm-hmm. I was like, that can't be. Yeah. Um, but then it cl- it clearly was, and yeah, it's just very sad. 
I saw it when I woke up and I was just like so stunned. Like I just, mm -hmm. and it's like, it's one thing when you kind of have like a hint that something might be wrong. And now like people are going yeah. back to like his past interviews and like in one, uh, someone was like, wow, you've like been through a lot. And he responds saying like, you have no idea. One day I'll live to tell the story. And I know a lot of people have like picked that up and are reposting that, but it just like, like some people you kind of can expect it especially like when it comes to being sick with cancer mm -hmm. um but yeah with him he he struggled or was dealing with it privately which obviously is his own <laughs> decision and cross to bear and whatnot but i just remember like when pictures came out of him and he was so gaunt mm -hmm. and you know just being like what's going on with him like why did he get so skinny uh and now it's like, oh, maybe it was because yeah. he was going through like chemotherapy and was nauseous and, you know, his body yeah. was not a... Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't really processed that, I think, because I also, in my head, I'm like, Marvel makes, you know, I mean, when you're playing a superhero, you're like, you get so jacked. And so I'm like, yeah, I assume when they're not filming, you know, you probably go back to some semblance of not just like jacked yeah <laughs> so i i don't know i had never really processed that but um yeah i mean it's it's you know really tough to hear about and i feel like he was like you know obviously a huge name and but it did feel like he was still, like still just at the beginning of yeah. what he was going to be doing you know i mean uh it, it, we watched the pot duh five bloods um and he has like a really kind of uh beautiful tragic movie <laughs> or plot in that movie and i feel like this really you know makes makes you take stock of things which i think everyone is doing a lot of these days but i don't know yeah just really really got me so he was diagnosed in 2016 and so that would have been gods of egypt captain america civil war message mm -hmm. from the king marshall black panther avengers infinity war Avengers Endgame, 21 Bridges, Defy of Bloods, and then he has a movie that's, an up well, actually, is this the one? He was just, like, announced for a movie 10 days ago, so mm -hmm. I don't know if this is the one where it's, he was literally just announced, or, um, I don't know. It looks like, yeah, they've already filmed it, so it's, um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, mm. and it's with Viola Davis, Interesting. So, I'm sure, you know, Chadwick Boseman, Viola Davis, it's, you're probably going to get some real crummy performances coming out of that one. Yeah. Joking, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's really sad. And I, like, I remember when um, Chester from Lincoln Park died and one of my friends texted me and he was like it's so weird like I don't know this person but like this is like really like it hurts and it's so hard and it's like you kind of you feel like you're connected to these people and like you you know watch their work and you support their career and you get like excited about what they're coming out with and what they have ahead of them um and I think music especially it's like you can kind of connect on a somewhat emotional level I mean same with movies too especially if it's like you know why they're choosing these roles and whatnot but you just think about the impact that Black Panther had which is what we said we were going to talk about today because I don't think yeah. we ever did talk about it but it was like Black Panther came out and that was like <laughs> the biggest movie of the year yeah I think, I mean, we've, we definitely, like, talked about it in passing, but we weren't, I don't think we were recording episodes at that time. Mm -mm. Um, it came out, I had just gotten surgery, and it was the first movie I, like, saw in theaters after, like, 
being bedridden for a week mm. and I like dragged my mom to see it because I was like <laughs> like my mom does not care about Marvel movies and I was just yelling like this is a cultural touchstone you know yeah like, <laughs> before and I mean we went on like opening night and she's like okay I mean I don't have any background information about any of this shit <laughs> and I'm like it's a standalone it'll be fine yeah you like, don't need it <laughs> you don't need it like you don't need to have seen Civil War to understand what's going on in Wakanda you'll figure it out yeah um and I remember afterward my mom like loved it was like that was great and then she was like he he she remembered him from I think 42 Mm -hmm. um I couldn't remember if it was that or get on up but I think it would have been 42 and she's like oh he's really great you know that's gonna be such a great movie you know like and uh was like really hype on it which was funny because it's like not genie's type of movie at all like genie doesn't like sci-fi or anything like that right or anything with like a kendrick lamar soundtrack probably (laughs) (laughs) but uh we left and i I mean we were both like high on it and then genie for like weeks was like you know since it was like having such a huge block box office like bragging that she saw it on opening night to you know everyone that listened and yeah I just feel like it was such a moment and it was I mean like god I just would kill for like a Black Panther weekend like it just like you felt like the whole country was just like radiating joy and everyone was rallying behind one thing and we could all agree that Black Panther was great Mm -hmm. and like just like a a good fucking time and I watched it again today and I'm like this is good yeah this excellent performance is so well written it's definitely not the beginning of Marvel like getting really our tour directors but it feels like such a Ryan Coogler movie while still feeling like such a Marvel movie and I think part of that's because it doesn't have to be connected to everything else really there's like the one kind of part at the beginning where um T'Challa is kind of mourning the death of his father T'Chaka which they have a flashback to Civil War uh-huh. um but I don't know it's really more about the aftermath of that not really about like him having like personal regrets or anything that ties into anyone else really at this point yeah um, so I don't I'm not like a comic book person so I don't know you know how much of this was like strictly by the book and how much of it was made up but I remember like even just like the the fact that like they're all of the ties to Oakland I was like that has to be like a Ryan Coogler thing right yeah okay I mean I think it's I think a lot of it is very Ryan Coogler I mean the fact that like Michael B. Jordan's in it for starters right um I I think they're if I'm remembering correctly, but I, I, I mean, I think he, he's, it's always been, he's the king of Wakanda and Wakanda has resources mm-hmm. and that is always kind of the thing. But I think it's like, not as, I just think like what Ryan Coogler did here where like it built out such a world where you're like, I do believe that if this, that if this country was untouched by all this outside stuff, that this would kind of grow to this, like, and had this much power, this is what it would look like. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so well built out. And, like, I mean, you know I'm a slut for world building. Uh, it's why I stayed awake during Aquaman and you didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just, like, the when they're doing the, like, um, coronation ceremony, basically, and they're all on the waterfall and all the tribes are wearing different colors and have different you know like uh you know like distinct markings and jewelry and stuff i'm like oh this is so smart Mm -hmm. and and i think it's also we've we've definitely talked about this before but i think some of the like probably the best villain in any marvel movie by my account because it's a it's a classic case of you understand where they're coming from, but you don't agree with their methods. Yeah, which is the best the best kind of villain because you're like he's not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, do I think it's good? No. Do I think it'll break bad? Hundred percent. Like, do I think that this man is broken by a system that's left him behind? Yeah, but like that's good. Like that's and I think it. 
I mean, this isn't really, but like, I guess spoilers for Black Panther. I love the way it <laughs> a ends. A movie that came out two and a half years ago. A movie that came out literally ages ago. Um, but uh, I think, I'm just, sorry, I'm just thinking about it. But <laughs> I just think it kind of like he, T'Challa disagrees with Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger. Mm-hmm. And they. it's kind of like the crux of the movie is that, is like we have to take care of our people we need to you know put ourselves first pr- take care of like our country at one point he says i'm not the king of the world i'm the king of wakanda like i gotta look out for mm-hmm. us and uh and then in the end he ends up like the movie ends with some sort of with like a happy medium kind of yeah. where he's like okay that we do have a responsibility to help fix elsewhere i'm not gonna arm every um you know underprivileged person in the world but you know, we can start with sharing our technology and sharing our, you know, way of life and opening our gates and sharing our resources. And I'm like, it just, like, you feel like uh, Killmonger's, like, you know, eventual death is for, isn't for nothing, you know? Like, yeah. it makes a difference. Yeah. Well, and I love him. It's so good. <laughs> it's like, it's such a... You know, we're not expecting perfection with Marvel movies for the most part. You just want something that you can sit there and eat popcorn to and there's right. fun special effects. and Yeah, I um, mean, there are a few Marvel movies that I really enjoy. But for the most part, when I go see a Marvel movie opening weekend, it's because one of my favorite things is like the conversation you mm-hmm. know <laughs> like and anytime everyone sings something i'm like i want to talk to all you guys about this and i hope it's good so i don't have to dance around it like bohemian rhapsody or joker yeah. but yeah and i just think the other thing is i think i'm gonna kind of shit talk marvel here but we both also saw Captain Marvel, which to me felt like such by the book, like we need to have a female protagonist. Like we'll, we'll get like a writing team and we're just going to turn out another Marvel movie and, um, you know, play, I'm just a girl. And then everyone will go see it and I'll make all this money. And I'm like, true. Uh, but also Jude law. (laughs) Um, and I just feel like that was like such a generic ass Marvel movie. (laughs) And like for them to let, for them to like like have really have the thought like okay if we're gonna do a black panther movie like what's that gonna look like and like to be like i think it would be so easy for them to have done almost like an ant-man of the wasp thing where black panther it's like black panther and someone else like like he could have been the hulk in a thor movie you know Mm -hmm. like just kind of the second lead who's like also around but they're dealing with you know the u.s stuff and i'm and it's like no we're gonna go to wakanda we're gonna deal with the aftermath of his dead father and it's like the conflict is gonna be something that we haven't dealt with before in the marvel universe it feels smaller than so many marvel like conflicts are because like by the time black panther comes out it's like every other avengers movie is like the whole universe will implode or we're in multiple timelines and it's like i just love that they're like okay this is wakanda this is what what issues wakanda is dealing with and we'll give it to ryan coogler and i'm like i mean these are a plus choices yeah and, like, because they gave it to Ryan Coogler, and I think Ryan Coogler is so, like, tapped in with, um, what am I trying to say? Like, he knows how to deliver a message, and he's, mm-hmm. his other movies before this, I mean, he did Creed, which I really liked, Michael B. Jordan, but he also did Fruitvale Station, which yep. is definitely, like, a he wants people to think about things, and so I think that it was right. really important for him to be writer-director on this. Or, you know, someone with equal thoughts or um, credentials, whatever. But, like, I think it's really important because it isn't, like, Captain Marvel where it's just, like, oh, she's a girl. Like, it's not just, like, oh, they're black. It's, like, no, like, that's not the thing here. Yeah. Yet kids can still go to the movie theaters and potentially see someone on the screen, an entire cast of people besides um, what's-his-face. Yeah, and I also feel like <laughs> in... look like them? Martin Freeman. Yeah. Martin Freeman. Yeah, Martin Freeman. He's, he is kind of funny in this. I said to Darcy, I'm like, you know what? He's handsome. And I think like, he's cute. Not? I think, I he's, think cute. he's cute in this. He's like a little pocket-sized man. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, I... 
I, I think it's also important because I feel like in Hollywood there, there's such a like toxic environment of like, well, the only people who will go see the like all black cast Marvel movie are black people because yeah. like they're the ones who can relate. And like, you know, he's kind of like, well, I mean, no normal people can relate to being the king of a country, you right. know, like it's not like this is a universal experience for any for everyone. But all these feelings you're having are universal. And the relationships you have with your family or your girlfriend or your XYZ are universal. Um, I mean, it's like, I don't think, I'm sure this wasn't like revolutionary for a lot of people to be like, oh, wow, like an all black cast movie it can make a ton of money. But I think it was important for that to like be solidified. Right. Yes. I'm trying to find, I had just seen uh, the How Much Money It Made. So well, so it's, it has the fifth largest opening weekend box office results of all time, as well as the mm-hmm. second highest four-day gross in history. Right. Um, it I remember after we had gone to see it, um, my like my mom was like talking to someone's friend, and that friend's husband said, "Like, why would you go see Black Panther?" And I was like screaming, "I'm like, it's like the biggest movie in the world!" Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's also a Marvel movie. Like, like you That's said, but some I'm people not don't a- care about Marvel. <laughs> I know, but like, it'd be nuts if you like. Or, you know, like like me and you, where it's like, oh, well, I'll go see a Marvel movie just because it's coming out, but right. I won't see Black Panther because I don't think that it's going to, like, appeal to my personal experiences no, or some insane. bullshit. Um, but it says... What did the Guardians of the Galaxy appeal to my Yeah. <laughs> it says it eventually became the highest grossing film in history directed by an African-American. And mm. after the release of one of your favorite movies, A Wrinkle in Time... It became, it was, it was the first time the two top films at the box office were directed by black filmmakers. Mm, Ava DuVernay. Yep. Who's gone on <sighs> to do nothing in her career. <laughs> I feel like, I bet she's working on something interesting. Like, cause oh, I mean, I feel stuff. like she always I, is doing stuff, but I feel like she. With, um, HBO. Cause I feel like she's always yes. on HBO doing things. Yes, I feel like she's working on some sort of documentary type thing. I have a hankering that she's going back to her roots. Yeah. Anyway, it's not important. Yeah, Ava. I mean, Ryan Coogler seems like he's so cool. He says he I has know. worked since he was age of 21 as a counselor with incarcerated youth in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, I also just think, like, I mean, like, literally the, like, three settings of this movie are... Um, Busan, which is a short scene, mm-hmm. Wakanda and Oakland. And I just like, I don't know. You're just like, this is the world. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, it's so fun and good. And I love the tech stuff. I remember really liking the tech stuff, but I also remember my, the one part that I felt was kind of the weakest of Black Panther was like the super marvelly stuff, like the fight at the end with Black Panther and Killmonger mm-hmm. in the train tunnel is like very yeah. CGI gooey in my brain. Um, but I, but there's very limited of that. And I also remember, I remember thinking that the chase scene in Busan was kind of generic in a way that the rest of the movie wasn't. But having watched it again, I'm like, this is fun. I enjoy this. I yeah. think it's cool the way that they have Siri and or Suri involved. Um, Shuri. Jesus Christ. Surrey Cruise. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Siri, Surrey, Shuri. I got there. How they have Shuri involved. Um, I think Letitia Wright is so funny in this. She's um, really good. Such little sister energy. Oh, um, for sure. I love <laughs> when time. she, like, has him, uh, like, hit the, the bodysuit. And then yes, she's like, not that rolling. hard. And just like sets like, him up. like, this is a lab, you crazy person. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, I just need it for like, you know, footage just to, for, to review. Yeah. And then he like, after yeah, yeah. he gets pummeled, Research. he's like, delete that. And she's like, mm. yeah. But yeah, or like yeah. at the very end when she's like, when you told me you were going to take me to California, I thought you meant Coachella. You yeah. know? But no, Disney she, World. she has like such little sister energy. She's so fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's like so many great cast members in this. Like there's yeah. 
It's like the who's The who. women are so good. Oh, yeah. Um, me and Darcy, Darcy was like, the best part of this movie, I said the best part of this movie are, like, is the cast. Because every time anyone will come on screen, I'm like, God, she's so good in this. God, he's so good in this. Mm-hmm. And then Darcy's like, I love the hunks and I love the hunkettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're all so great. Even, like, mm-hmm. on the small parts, like, obviously, you know, I have a soft spot for Sterling K. Brown. He is, oh, like, a very God. short... He is big big time this is us energy in this but he's so good yeah when it opens and he's like telling the story to what we know as baby michael b jordan Uh and he's like talking about the history of wakanda and it's that really cool like graphic and i was like man this is he i think i like sterling k brown i don't watch this is us i think he I think he can lay it on a little thick. Oh, (laughs) but this is like a perfect amount of him for this because you really feel it. And then you're like, when you find out that, you know, he was Killmonger's father, you're like, okay, right. Like, I understand your your pain and your <laughs> anger and your frustration that this, you know, country, your family has just been ignoring you and your people and then killed your father when he was trying to do something good for, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, Mike and I were watching this earlier and I was like, it's absolutely insane that I would say that this might be Daniel Kaluuya's. I don't want to say worst performance because it's not like he's bad, but it's like because he has so little to actually do in this, which I don't know if it's like that's the nature of when this came out. And like they. It is. I remember this distinctly because um, it came out in March or April, like really early. I think March. This came out in February. February. Okay. Okay. But Get Out was like just in the middle of its Oscar run, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, he was getting, he was nominated and getting all these accolades and was on that whole trail. And I think they were saying that once Get Out was having the big end of your stuff, they were, like, I think, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel for, like, any additional scenes they could add him in. Oh, that's funny. Because he's now a huge name. Yeah. So he is, like, kind of a non-entity. I assume moving forward in Marvel, they'll do more with him if they can get him. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, but no, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, but the thing is, like, Daniel Kluge is so good in so many things, you know? When you're sitting here watching Widows and then you watch this, you're like, okay, right, uh, you should have given him more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, Winston Duke is great in this, and this is right before. Winston Duke, hot. <laughs> <laughs> right before, like, he's getting on to the Us train. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's such a good cast. Yep. <sighs> It's fun to watch. You like makes you think a little bit, but not a lot. Like not more than yeah. you necessarily need to. You know, I don't not find more, it too heavy-handed with like the. I think delivery. it takes on a lot of big things, but they really don't like overburden you with info or a complex plot. Like it's pretty straightforward like once it's going Mm -hmm. and I think that's perfect because you're like you like I never want to think like directors are like dumbing things down because you know like Marvel audiences just come to watch a popcorn movie right but I just don't know and I think I mean we were talking about Cass Denai Guerra it was on The Walking Dead, I think, like, through the end of The Walking Dead, which I think just recently ended, right? I have no idea. Is that show still on? It doesn't matter. But the point is, I feel like other than these Marvel movies, she's, like, only been doing The Walking Dead. And I'm like, honey, get out of there. Be in movies. Uh. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Good film, I will say. Good film. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess no one's ever said that this was a good movie. So, like, honestly, this is, Hot like, take. kind of props on us. <laughs> we discovered it. <laughs> For talking about, <laughs> a, like, a universally beloved movie. Yeah. Um, we're pretty brave like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even I, we were, or I was watching at the end of it today, and I noticed the little kid at the very end who sees, like, the spaceship, and it's the boy yeah. from Moonlight. Yeah. Oh. The little boy from oh. Moonlight. Little Shira. So, you know, finger on the pulse. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah. So you know, obviously it's sad and upsetting that. 
Yeah. We won't have any more Chadwick. I'm very curious to know what they're going to do. Yeah. Because I think that Ryan Coogler has already uh, signed on to write and direct the next one, which I think Mm -hmm. is slated for, like, 2022, which Lore knows, you know, if that's... Who actually knows? (laughs) I don't... I mean, I know, like, Disney has these, like, releases on lock, so I'm sure that COVID is really fucking with things. But, um, yeah, so let's see... Following the death of Bozeman from colon cancer, Cooler stated that he had been unaware of the details of Bozeman's illness and had spent the last year preparing, imagining, and writing words for him to say in the sequel that we weren't destined to see. So. <sighs> the film That's is scheduled to be released May 6th, 2022. Mm. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. I mean, obviously, it's, like, not an ideal situation. Everyone's no. going to want more Black Panther. And it's like, do yeah. they just have someone step in and take over I feel over like they the can't. Role? I mean, I feel like if... I feel like they could have someone, like, a new character become the Black Panther somehow. But I feel like they they can't just recast T'Challa, you mm-hmm. know? It said that know, we'll he had see. signed on for a five-film contract with Marvel. Yeah, so he, he had done, he's done four. three, four. He was in both Endgame and... Yeah, you're right, Captain America. Yeah, and, Cap- and Civil War, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, it's not for me to speculate, but I feel like there could be a solution where Shuri becomes the main character, maybe, mm-hmm. or... Or Danaguerra, or Lupita Nyong'o, yeah, or Daniel Kaluuya. What will they do with this? Like, I mean, is anyone in this cast like up for? <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, take your choice. <laughs> yeah. So many, so many excellent options. So I'm sure they'll figure something out. But yeah, it's it's I don't know. It's a lot to take on. Yeah. It also says that um, this was the most diverse audience for a superhero film ever. African Americans generally make up 15% of the audience for superhero films, and they made up 37% for this one. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great. You'll love to see it. And I think that, like, it's really easy for me and you to say that, like, the representation matters, but that's also because that's, like, pretty much all we know. And so, obviously, it's good for, like, kids not only to, like, see yourself, but to see other. People yeah, I feel screen. like that's the stuff that's really gotten me um, emotional over the weekend is seeing people on social media posting um, pictures of, like, kids uh, either celebrating when Black Panther came out or mourning um, yeah. this loss. It's Yeah, I mean... Mark Ruffalo posted a video me. of, like, a, like little kid. It was, like, two, or two pictures, um, and they were, like it was one kid it was a little black kid and he was sitting with all of his action uh figures yeah, all the marvel ones and like crossing his arms like wakanda forever and then another i think it was a little asian kid and doing the same thing so yeah, yeah. it's it's been it's been an emotional weekend yeah not to throw, everyone put is him raw on blast but i've not seen anything from michael b jordan yeah i i don't even know i i don't he I feel posted, like he's not on like, social media a lot. Well, he posted six days ago for um, Kobe's birthday. Mm. So. I will say it is like, I mean, I'm sure they were close. Like, this yeah. is, it's still early, you know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, of, like, maybe it's just, it's just been. Maybe he's, you know, soon. coping on his own. Yeah. I'm sure. Everyone's doing what they can. He, yeah, his last tweet was on the 21st where he tweeted at, Megan the Stallion and he also tweeted I know we all seen it Tenet sheesh John David then did like a power, power. <laughs> yeah so I can't believe you're seeing Tenet tomorrow I know I'm so excited I know I'm so jealous can't wait can't wait to risk getting COVID I know <laughs> I really still don't trust anyone else in a movie theater but I am is your Alma Draft House open yet no. Okay. Well, 
Do you have? I don't any know if soon? I would go. It's also very far from me, but <laughs> yeah, and you're really busy uh, right now. I have so much going on. I'm recording a podcast right now, Nor. I'm organizing my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> These are COVID safe activities. <laughs> um, do you have anything that you want to recommend or is that going to be Perry Mason? Um, no. I had something I wanted to recommend and now I've completely spaced on it. Oh, you know what? I do. I know exactly what I was going to recommend. I was going to recommend this orzo salad recipe. <laughs> I was like, that's something unusual. So I guess text me if you want my orzo salad recipe. I might have to take you up on that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it sounds good. It sounds nice and summery. It is summery. It's very oh. fresh. I love a... I did eat it, though, and I'm like, this needs more cherries because my favorite bites were like cherry bite, feta mm. bite, like all in one big forkful. <laughs> gotcha. Well, nice. Yeah, I... Um, I like feel like I haven't really listened to I've been listening to a lot of music I used Mm -hmm. to listen to a lot of music when I was at work yes and now it's just like for whatever reason I don't but I think I saw on like Twitter is that the Killers released a new album so I listened to that and I thought it was pretty good nice Um, I mean it's pretty like stock standard for the Killers so I feel like if you like them you would likely like the album but I'm gonna try to yeah yeah, that's what (laughs) made me think of them Um, but I'm gonna try to be better about like listening to music and going back to doing monthly playlists like I used to do and so just uh you know kind of find out more that's out there than just like tv and movies the weird yeah. thing is is like I don't feel like I'm watching like that much tv or movies it's just like that's like literally the only thing you have to, you can do yeah um, I'm, I mean, I'm honestly not like, I think even last year, if you put up like the movies I watched at home last year up against the movie mm-hmm. I'm watching at home this year, I think it's less, but yeah. honestly, I have, I, it's different when I'm working from home. Like normally I feel like I go into the office and then I either go to cycle bar and then go to a movie or like go to do something with my friends or something like as a way to like decompress from work and now mm-hmm. when work is over it's like the last thing I want to do is like sit on the couch I like want right. to go walk around or busy myself in the kitchen but it's like I had, there's no break between like moving from I mean my office chair is right next to my couch and that's just like not enough separation between the work day and, and my real life so I tend to be yeah. a little more futzy than just sit down and watch a movie yeah same though i did watch titanic so right and what's more committed than sitting down and watching titanic (laughs) (laughs) to be fair we started at like 10 p.m last week or last night (laughs) (laughs) but yeah well nice oh i love titanic loving titanic like every time I convince myself that like me and James Cameron will never be on the same page anymore, I'll watch Titanic. I'll be like, but goddamn, it's so <laughs> yeah. good. They have such great chemistry. It's like it's undeniable, and I feel like it's oh one of those God. things where for the longest time it was like cool not to like Titanic, and like, but I'm like, sit down and watch Titanic. No. Tell me what doesn't work about this movie. You can't. Because it works. It's so good. <laughs> I like. I love just how like everything is like sprinkled right before, like right before yes. you get to it. Or it's. I like. We were watching, and I'd be like, like giving Mike a little trivia facts, and I was also like quoting the lines about like ten seconds before they would say them, or I was like sometimes with them, and he was like, "You're just yeah. like a Lord of the Rings nerd, except for for <laughs> Titanic." And I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" Like honored. Thank blessed. you so much. Yes, love that. Thank you so much. And I'm like. Look, look, she, that's the, she's using the mirror that they, like, found in the intro when they were, like, doing the little, like, scavenger if hunt. If there was like, a she's gonna be wearing the butterfly Titanic, then I would read it. But I'm not going to read the Silmarillion because I don't care about Lord of the Rings. I will say yeah. Titanic, I feel like as we move forward, Titanic will be taken for granted because it looks so good. Like, Titanic visually is incredible and when you and That's people don't we think it came out in 97 it looks like That's it came we out saying. yesterday it's so annoying <laughs> some of the some of it is like real cgi and you can like definitely tell they're in front refuse of a green screen refuse to accept it refuse but, to accept it <laughs> but for it being from 1997 i'm like this movie's what 23 years old yes nuts 
nuts. And then it's like Leo, like sometimes I'll like catch a glimpse. Like, oh, it was when he was like, um, meet me at the clock. Yes. And then she's like walking up the stairs and you're just like looking at him and he's like, do you want to go to a real party? I like yes. blushed. And I was like, I find Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio insufferable. Like I yeah. don't want anything to do with him. Right. Like his fucking baseball hats and like he dresses like such a slob and he's always smoking cigarettes and he's like, yes, this is like the first time in history he's ever dated anyone like over 25 <laughs> years old and she's still only 25 26. years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I uh, just think I it's I find him insufferable and then I watch I, this and I'm like, "Oh my god." It's all so undeniable. So it's all so undeniable. Titanic, man. I can't. I know I can't. we were watching it and I was like talking about I'm like, "Oh my god, I love this outfit that she wears." Like I wanted that when I was a kid and I was like the one she wears for like the final like half of the movie. Uh-huh. I'm like, "I still want that dress. Uh-huh. I love that dress." Uh-huh. When she wears the long coat, too. This isn't important. We're yeah, just, the pink uh, one. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Titanic. It's incredible. So should we just keep going and split this into two and post and make I it mean, a Titanic episode? I could talk Titanic <laughs> any day of the fucking week. But if we were doing a Titanic episode, I would use it as an excuse to watch Titanic. And I have not watched Titanic, so I'm going to cut us off. You know what's nuts? I don't even own Titanic. My copy of the DVD is North Carolina. And so I rented it for my birthday last year. And then I was like, oh, surely I can get this from, like, Target for, like, $5. No. No. They did not have it. And I rented it My DVD of Titanic is like a a four-disc box set. And you have to do the disc switch as if it's an old-school VHS. (laughs) Well, PSA for anyone ever wanting to buy me a gift... I would love a deluxe edition Titanic box set. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna, can we cut this out of the episode? Because sometimes I get a little stressed around Christmas. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else? No. I'll talk to you later. Michael B. Jordan hot. Hot? We didn't even hot. talk Michael about Michael B. Jordan that. hot, period. Honestly, the restraint of us. Do you remember when I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be into him because he has, like, right. the skin markings. Right. And, and it's like, very like Noir? <laughs> I did. Noir. I, I, this is one of the few occasions where I had definitely seen this before you. And I, you were like, yeah, I just think, because his big scene in the trailer is the one where he's shirtless and then he, like. He turns like, around. Turns around and it, the suit materializes. And it Some is might like say kind he of like walks like a panther. He's like yeah, he sauntering. Definitely, he definitely saunters. Oh um, but I, I but I knew immediately you were you were like I don't know the 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 like scars kind of stress me out and I was like it's like definitely that tryptophobia thing that people have you know with like mm-hmm. fear of like tiny dots make them uncomfortable type of thing. Uh, but mm-hmm. I knew I knew that you were wrong and I know you better than you know yourself. Yeah, I mean, I was telling Mike, I was like, I think Michael B. Jordan's one of my favorite actors. Yes. Because he, he always shows up. He does. He has a range. Michael B. Jordan, never bad. Ugh. Sometimes Can movies we have are bad, in a movie? but Michael B. Jordan, never bad. I would love to see him in a movie where he kisses Issa Rae. I mean, when he kisses Tessa Thompson, like, that's pretty good for me. Whoa. Whoa. Remember <laughs> when, like, everyone was thinking him and Lupita Nyong'o were a thing? And you're, well, we're just like, yes, please. Yes, please. I want to see them kiss. <laughs> they were, like, uh. flirting. Oh, we didn't even talk about, okay, real quick, uh-huh. how many Oscars this was nominated for. So many. So exciting. I thought this had Which a, was insane. I thought this had, like, a good shot. Um, I thought this had a good shot that year. Yeah, this was the first superhero film ever to be nominated for Best Picture. So the nominations included picture, costume design, production design, original score, original song, sound editing, sound mixing. I do feel like so. it's... Uh, in my head, I always count The Dark Knight as getting a Best Picture nomination because it technically didn't. But then the next year, because of that, they upped it to... 10 nominees mm-hmm. so in my head i'm like that's that's the the dark knight's influence but yeah still revolutionary you love to see it what do you love to see it yeah that's right well anyway 
I'll stop talking now, now that okay. we've been to Wakanda and back and then on the RMS Titanic and right. back. We took the Titanic from Wakanda to America. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow arrived safely. Right. Uh, we, we, we were some of the, we were the percentage that made it out. Okay. I actually mm. am Rose. I actually have her whole wardrobe. Crazy. Rose, do you I actually, this is actually crazy. I fucked Leo in a car. Uh, <laughs> do you have the heart of the ocean still? Uh, no, I dropped it in the ocean. Mm, got it. And, uh, Bill Paxton can go fuck himself. With his earring. Uh, you know, I don't, you know, that's not for me. <laughs> I respect the man, great actor, R.I.P., but the earring. No, R.I.P., indeed. <laughs> yeah. All right, Meg. Till next time. Till next time. Bye. Bye. To follow us on social media, follow us at on the underscore download on Twitter and at on the download podcast on Instagram. You can also find us individually at meganspell.com and laurenoriega.com.